Yes, welcome back, y'all. It's the usual. Shade. I'm Shay. And this is She Wears a Pants season three. Yes. Because I'm bilingual. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's season three, episode three. Yes, welcome back, y'all. It's a new week. And it's All-Star Week. It is All-Star Week. And All-Star Week, for those of you who don't know, All-Star Week is being hosted in this beautiful, beautiful city, COVID-free Atlanta. (laughs) (laughs) COVID-free. I wasn't ready for that. Uh, I wasn't ready for it either. I just felt like I should wing it (laughs) and say it anyway. It's not true, but it's funny. (laughs) The land of immunity. Yes. Where COVID exists but is ignored. Hmm. (laughs) But yes, no, it's a new week. And it's March. Yeah, again. I woke up and it was March. Um, I feel like that meme. (laughs) What's what's the meme? And it's like March coming up, but then it's like March, (laughs) March of this year, and he's like, yeah, nice. Yes. (laughs) March is at our dough. Okay. She here. Yes. Um, which you know is amazing. I I like March, Pisces season. Um. I don't like that as much, but <laughs> I decided it was honorable mention because y'all are out of pocket. Um, Pisces, and she's definitely out of pocket. My mom's a Pisces. What? There should be a. Our mamas are Pisces. There well. should be a Pisces children's support group. Let's link. Um, specifically for people whose mothers are Pisces, I think. Yes. There should be a support group. I actually have a lot of friends whose moms are Pisces. Ashley Glasgow's mom is a Pisces. Anyway, we won't get crazy. <laughs> Our producers like wrap it up, bitch. We don't give a fuck about y'all moms. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, we love our Pisces mothers. And speaking of mothers and women who are amazing, mm. um, let's get into our weekly segment of she wears the pants yes so i went first last week yes so i want you to go first this week who Mm -hmm. wears the pants for you this week shade okay so y'all know i got i can prepare i got the new york fitted on my nigga barbie Mm. smurda the hot nigga is out he's out he's free he's a free man does smurda throws hat (laughs) never right that Yes, no, we, let me speak for myself. I've been waiting for this nigga to come out since he dad went in. Like, I think I was in New I I had just left New York when he went to jail. I was under the impression that he would be out in a couple of days. Girl, if only. And then I know Rowdy Rebel, I don't know if y'all familiar with Bobby Schmurter and his niggas, but you know, Rowdy Rebel, another artist, he came out, he got out of jail the top of the year but anyways yeah we've been keep hearing about his release date he was supposed to be released last, last year, year like year December before. yeah and he he wearing the pants and a lot of other things that nigga look good have you seen him on Instagram yeah that's that jail body says hello a lot of y'all be looking at these niggas that just got the out of prison and jail and thinking wow he looks really good Wait till you crack open that mental. That nigga's crazy, I swear to God. Especially if he's done like more than three years. Like, he hasn't seen a woman. Oh, hey, wait, I don't know about that. And he hasn't been free 
Listen, to my knowledge, the niggas are, they got phones in there. Mm. Mm-hmm. Actually, they be seeing ass. Allegedly, I do know some people who had phones in jail, allegedly. <laughs> and yes, okay, understood. Potentially, I get it. they probably seen Potentially, they've seen it. You know, they may not have felt it before. <laughs> um, Definitely not. No, you know, not. but anyway. Yes, who's your, who wore the pants for you? So I had the pleasure of, I can't even talk about this on air because I can't, okay, so sorry, I signed a non-disclosure agreement. Oh, okay, okay. I had the pleasure of meeting someone over the weekend. I was going to go into a whole story. Um, At the High Museum of Art, her name is Christy Benson, and she is the Director of Communications. At the museum? Um, Yes. I believe that she's been in the position as of 2017. Okay. Anyway, she has amazing energy and she um, pretty much gave me just like a rundown on, I was asking her a lot of questions because, you know, I've been leading a couple of conversations on Clubhouse about how the art world in Atlanta mm-hmm. needs to be, there needs to be something happening on a higher level. So we have the DIY shows and the self-curated and hosted and funded events mm-hmm. and then we have the high museum right mm-hmm. and then we have the gallery spaces we don't yes. really have like that in between space where like artists can showcase their work yeah. and like it gets seen and bought and then be pretty much like bridging the gap between like the museum space mm-hmm. and the gallery space yeah so trying to figure that out so I asked her a bunch of questions about like are you guys featuring any black artists at the High Museum? Do you all have opportunities for artists who might not necessarily be as popular word of mouth wise, but they have that huge Instagram buzz or mm, okay. things, you know, because there's so many artists that are just like really good. Right. They have the talent, they have the work, they have the following, but it's like these museums aren't seeing them. Anyway, she explained a lot of different things to me that I feel like I'm going to talk about in some of these clubhouse rooms that I'm going to start. But anyway, she did make me aware that there is a $4 a month pass to the High Museum. There are three black artists on display right currently. Okay. Yeah. So y'all need to go to the High Museum. It's $4 yes. for a monthly membership. They also have, it's like tiers. Okay, this membership okay. doesn't include like the parking and all the perks, but okay, okay, okay. Wait, it's they give you wait, they give you parking. You get free parking if you get like the big if you get the top tier membership, which is still affordable. But they got the coronavirus friendly one for the furloughed folks and the children. Okay, four dollars a month. Nice. That's yes, great. I love that. Um, but yeah, she's a really sweet person and she's doing an amazing job um, making sure that like young black artists and artists of color mm-hmm. are just like being made aware of um and being and bridging that gap between gallery space and museum space and just like she's down for anything so i, love I would encourage people to reach out to her if they have any art initiatives that they yeah. need her to be a part of or anything along those lines okay question do you know if they have any black women that's showcasing this month because you know it's women's history month so I think that would be that would be awesome. Did I don't know like if they have me? any black women. There's two black men. One of them's a photographer. One of them is 
um, just like a, a multimedia artist, and then okay. the other, and then there is a Persian woman on display currently. Oh, okay. So a woman of color. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go look at those next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't know exactly the names of each artist, but yeah, I do know that they are on display and that people should go see them because I think a lot of people are like, oh, fuck the high museum. They're not putting on. They're not helping us. All yeah. these things, but. We have to understand there's a lot of planning and moving parts that go into these things and and you have the to the stuff we're looking for is like five years out yes and i think you brought a great point as far as like actually going to her and asking her things because a lot of times we don't know that we can do certain things until we say something right so or you know make them aware that there are people who want x y and z right and if you so. have a linkedin she's on linkedin okay like, just hit her up on LinkedIn. professional you got a linkedin I got a LinkedIn. Okay. I'm not going to lie. I have a LinkedIn. I have a LinkedIn. Do I use LinkedIn for positive things? No. Um, I can't remember last time. I don't even know what my profile picture looked like. I don't try to get jobs on there. I just be like uh, pocket watching other people and seeing like, <laughs> okay, yeah, this is the person I need to reach out to Bro. for funding. <laughs> I would tell you about this story, but we're going to be... <laughs> yeah, we're not going to get this on this This nigga tried to hollow through LinkedIn, but now I'm going to no. leave it at that. I'm gonna leave it at that. Um, excuse me, HR. The fuck? <laughs> like, are you kidding me? You will get reached out. Your HR department will get reached out to you. I will send them your LinkedIn profile. Stop it. Stop playing with us. <laughs> Man. Okay. okay. Wow. JT on me a soda? We are really clowning because we have headphones this week, y'all. So it's we can hear ourselves. So we are really full of it. <laughs> hey, okay. Bear with us <laughs> as we act a damn fool. <laughs> yes. Okay. So for our next segment, today's topic, we're talking, y'all, it's a whole year since COVID. We're talking right. about COVID today. But we're getting, we're getting into some, some data and just like a review of how the year has gone right because literally yeah it's literally been exactly a year i think that i found out about covid in march i started wearing a mask to work and then like four days later and i had just came back off maternity leave and then literally like four days into me being on off maternity leave they were like yeah um everyone needs to go home right now immediately (laughs) like don't come back here they said don't come back for two weeks and then it was like two months and then it was like we, four months we thought it was going to be over in two weeks like a fever goofy like a stomach virus asses <laughs> like a cold Lord. right so with all-star weekend coming up Sade felt like it was a really good idea to just educate everyone Time. since mm-hmm. we're gonna be people are gonna be outside yeah we're in atlanta mba all-star weekend <laughs> I don't know who wouldn't come out for... I'm so sorry. NBA players? Duh. (laughs) Rich. Tall. Sexy. Are they, though? They have jobs. Like, at bare minimum. Employed. Like, anyway. (laughs) I'm getting on to something else. But, yeah. We're going to be outside. The clubs are going to be lit. The streets are going to be popping. Brunch is going to go stupid this weekend. I know for a fact. So, girl, we thought it would be a good idea to keep y'all informed so that y'all know what you're getting yourselves into. Yes. Goofies. No, I'm kidding. Shit. (laughs) Call me Boo Boo the Fool because I'm going to be at brunch (laughs) and the club and in these streets. 
Period. Listen, okay. If you come across LeBron, uh, who else? I don't know. Honestly, I, don't know I look at LeBron and I, I just think about like an older cousin or something <laughs> like that. He's not hot to me. Like, I would just be like, oh my God, and like want to give him a hug, but like, Uncle. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Amen. <laughs> I think it's a, I think that he's a good looking man. I really yeah. do, but, um, that nigga is huge. Yeah. Also very intimidating. That's intimidating as fuck. You like to climb trees? Period. <laughs> wow, we are really... Anyway, getting back into it. I let's about... jump into these facts. Yes. Okay, so... I wanted, I thought this was very important just because I think a lot of the times we as black people kind of forget that we are like always the most at risk. Or... Um, the most infected all of that like we're always in a disposition to be affected negatively from anything and a virus like that's very important so i had the pleasure of speaking with a high school friend shout out to beja <laughs> she is a program officer for international health and development agency mm. so she gave me a lot of good information regarding like statistics how COVID-19 is affecting us uh, as far as like hospitalization deaths um, you know the different comparisons I guess to other demographics um, it even breaks it down to like different um, locations cities counties uh, different time periods they um, one website that I look like they are actually updating faithfully every month so you can definitely see I love that active numbers um I don't know why my silly ass when I would when the COVID was like high I would go look at the numbers just to see if I should go outside <laughs> like Shada, you you have no clue what's happening let's let's go look I don't know why that was like effective to me but I tried to <laughs> it made me feel like I was like staying in the know <laughs> so I don't know but I hate it feeling like I'm just inside and I don't know what's happening. I don't know right. who's affecting. I don't, I don't know anything essentially. And I don't, I don't like watching the news personally. Right. I'm not going to watch the news for anything. I feel like yeah. they, it's fear. Fear mongering. Fear mongering. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I really hate yeah. that feeling. Like I have anxiety really bad. So that the news, the news doesn't yeah. work for me either for similar reasons. I just. I would literally be on edge all the time, all every day. Time. I mean, not to say, I mean, ignorance is bliss to an extent, but I don't like to be uninformed. I just like to be informed properly. Agreed. And that's why I don't watch the news. Don't force it down my throat. Yeah. <laughs> but okay, to give y'all some numbers, as of February 18th, black people or African-American or any non-Hispanic persons are 1.1 chances more likely to catch COVID compared to Asians, American Indians, or Hispanic or Latinos. 2.9 for hospitalization. And we all know how that goes, especially like if you've ever been in a hospital and been treated, thank God. Like if you've had a great experience, that's a blessing. But right. a lot of the times black people, you know, like med medical and institutional racism is, it goes across the board. So Yes, two hospitals are not excluded. Right. 
And as you know, which slipped my mind, you know, there's regular accidents happening every day, like regular ass emergencies. Right. So on, on top, top of, that, of coronavirus. Right. Right. So, yeah, there's there's that. And as far as deaths go, we are 1.9 times likelier. This sounds so morbid. So what's so crazy th- is that I'm looking at this. Yes. And it seems like black or African-American people and Hispanic or Latino people are way more at risk. So, mm-hmm. yeah, the, like the number, these numbers seem really low. Like we're saying 1.1, 2.9 and 1.9, but these comparatively to other groups, um, these numbers are uh, much higher than this, yes. um, which is like really interesting to me but not surprising at all yeah uh, because of the lack of resources that are available in our communities generally yeah um, and this is like all on purpose it's systemic mm-hmm. so we just have to keep that in mind um, when we are out at the club and when we are at grocery stores yeah and how we how we are um, contributing to the um, you know how it's affecting our personal communities. And seeing these numbers kind of makes me think, wow, maybe I shouldn't go to the club. (laughs) Um, Because I would be putting everyone at risk that I'm, you know, if I'm going to the grocery store the next day or the next couple of days after that and things along those lines. But also I try not to be too hard on people because I do understand, like, if you've been making money off of hosting and promoting or off of art shows or off of um, pop-ups for your clothing brand like you know you've been if you've been doing it for three plus years it's kind of like okay fuck like y'all want me to just like get a job right and it's like I can't now because I haven't had experience for three years and no one wants to hire me and there's less jobs available because of coronavirus so I try to be less I try not to be as judgmental about people like doing what they need to do to make their money. Right. Um, even though it's not necessarily like an essential yeah. job, it's like our government is not providing enough assistance. Oh so people have to yes. figure out ways to assist themselves. To live. It's shitty, but yeah, here we are. I will say I was probably two weeks into March last year and right. I was like, oh yeah, okay. This is like Right. What did they call it? This the, ain't gonna come over here. This is like the bird flu. Mm-hmm. Or bad cow. I literally thought it was like the swine flu. Yeah. Which was like a four day long thing. Right. <laughs> and it was all laughs and, you know, you get your jokes off. And right. You just go about your day. Because I never knew anyone that caught any of that. Right. I'm, I went to white schools, so. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, is that... <laughs> They be getting stuff. They be having stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I I knew people who had swine flu and bird flu. Wow. At my school and our school had to like close for like two days to get like decontaminated and things along those lines. Yes. Wow. That happened. Yeah. The second week when they told everyone to stay home, I went to a party. Coronavirus? Yeah. That's okay. I was just like... I actually listened the first couple of weeks because I was like, you know what, if we can just get this out of the way in two weeks, what? Stay home for two weeks? Love this. And I had just, you know, my baby was like, what, 
three or four months old. So I yeah. was like, this is great. Like, awesome. <laughs> Good to stay home. So I actually listened. I actually listened for like the first six months. Yeah. Like, so from March to September? Yeah. Yeah. And then um, in September, I started going around my family again. So okay. I, I still wasn't. Wow. You didn't see your family for six months. Yes. Literally. Like they didn't see my baby, nothing. Like we were FaceTiming wow. and stuff, but I was being such a butthole. Like I was like, <laughs> no one can see her. Y'all got me effed up. Are you crazy? I think like, that was just. Yeah. So I, I literally just started going around my family after like six months and then towards the end of the year I started to get more comfortable and I was like bitch we in the club (laughs) and so I went I went one time I went one time how was it right and it was cool there weren't a lot of people there like it was actually a large space and there were probably like 50 people in a room that could hold like 350 people so it was just like everyone had on their masks because it was like very new right for people to be going out and i was like okay this is cool if we could keep these vibes going like i think we can stay safe (laughs) then we get into january Mm -hmm. that same club Mm -hmm. is like 500 deep (laughs) So yeah, long story short, um, I just started to become more lenient. Also, I got coronavirus and it wasn't, and this was after me like not going, this was me not going anywhere. So I was like, I'm literally staying in my house, not doing anything. And I got coronavirus because like someone came, my, my mom was babysitting Zora And someone came to visit my mom very quickly. Everyone had on masks and my baby got it because, you know, she can't wear a mask. My baby got it, gave it to everyone else at my mom's house, came home and gave it to me and my boyfriend. Wow. And that was and I was like, okay, like, (laughs) how was that? Were you okay? Yeah. I mean, the first couple of days, we were not okay. It was very tiring. Like it literally makes you tired. Yeah. Um, yeah, it literally makes you just sleepy as hell. Your throat's hurting. Mm. Luckily, we were very lucky. We had mild symptoms. Okay. Um, we took the baby to the doctor. Uh, she was fine. We had to wait like 14 days. We took ourselves to get taken care of as well. But yeah, we only had symptoms for like four days, but I know that it affects everyone differently. So like, I try not to like say like, oh yeah, girl, I only had symptoms for like four days. Cause it's like, okay, that's you. There's people who like have literally passed away. There are people who have had 17 days worth of symptoms that were just very severe. And then they recover after that. And now they have lifelong migraines. So like there's a lot of different things going on with coronavirus and that's why it's good for everyone to kind of like share their stories yes Um, i agree and not in like a condescending way like in a real like this is really what happened to me Mm -hmm. and i know that other people experience something different wow i've not that i know of at least i've from the time i started getting tested i've never tested positive right so thank god for that let's talk about testing because um, I've been tested several times and I think it's important for people to get tested as often as they can, especially if they're going to be going out, working. Like I know people, a lot of people work on set with other people. A lot of people work and still working in restaurants and essential businesses. Yeah. Yeah. Get tested. 
Um, and I know about this resource called Core. So if you just go okay, on, okay. and this is in Atlanta specifically. So anyone else who's watching, you can like, I would suggest just Googling because this is what I did. But it's called Core, and it's free COVID nineteen testing in Atlanta, and Georgia, completely. So it's okay. all around Georgia. Um, but it's coreresponse.org. So if you go to coreresponse.org, they'll show you all the testing locations. Yes. They'll ask you, it'll be a short questionnaire. And this is basically just to make sure that like, if you do test positive, you have information. So once you get tested, if you test negative, they leave you alone. If you test positive, then someone from the World Health Organization calls you and they're like, hey, do you know about these resources mm-hmm. to make sure that you're good? Here are the ways that you can take care of yourself. And then they leave you alone. It's literally that simple. That's great. So don't feel weird about giving out your information. I promise you the government has all the information they need on you already. If you own an iPhone. So don't even be all crusty like that. Just fill the form out and get tested if you have the ability to. Also, I believe that it's Lyft that does 50% off. If you're going to get tested, they'll, nice. they'll give you a ride to the testing site and you stay in the car for the test. Oh, great. And most Lyfts and Ubers have whatever precautions they're taking okay. to make sure that they're safe. So they literally hand you the stuff through the window. You test yourself and you pass it back. Very easy and simple. Yes, it does hurt. Um, depending on your pain tolerance it didn't hurt me but i know that someone else would be weird about that but you are tough i had a baby so nothing hurts you fucking right you (laughs) nothing hurts anymore oh god (laughs) they forgot to give me my epidural bitch so like i remember you telling me that girl indestructible at this point because i i cried every time (laughs) (laughs) y'all the first time i got tested was I don't think I got tested when I went to LA. I think that was very, very poor, mm-hmm. lack of responsibility there. But I was just ready to go. I was losing my mind at that point. Right. <laughs> but I definitely got tested. Mm-hmm. I got tested at the end of the year last year. That was my first time. It was somewhere in Paisley. Right, some big ass church, and I was in the car. They did it from the car, and I cried. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it was so painful. Fuck, <laughs> you're doing this for the good. Yeah, get tested if you can. Good. A lot of people think they're like stealing our DNA, which is possible. It I totally possible. understand where you're coming from, but I promise you they've stolen your DNA in other ways already. <laughs> There's no need to save your DNA now. They have already taken it. Listen, if you have a gun license, if you've been in jail, right? If you done flu internationally, if you've gotten if you, a flu shot, if you've if you been to the doctor, right? Even blood. Like, I promise you, they have your test. DNA. Like it's if they want your DNA, there's a way to get it. Yeah. So just get coronavirus tested. That's the most responsible thing you can do if you're gonna be out and about. And it's still not enough. Like let's just be honest. But it's what we have access to. So use the resources you do have. Yes. To get stuff done. Now to your point, I remember you saying like. 
when COVID had just kind of hit, you know, you went out and it was like kind of dry, you know, like it wasn't too many people. Everyone was wearing their masks. Cut to now where, let's just speak for Atlanta. I feel like Atlanta just said, you yeah, know what? we have to just it speak for Atlanta specifically. But it's still, people are still dying, y'all. Um, right. And as of. In Atlanta too, in Georgia. Yes. <laughs> as of last month, so the beginning of February, about almost 8,000 people have died in this country. Black people. In the country. Black people. Okay, wow. Specifically. In a month alone. And I know when I, when COVID was, you know. And this were, is this is from your friend that sent us information. Yes, it's from a okay. lab, um, APM lab, research lab. So... You know the dot org. <laughs> Did they teach y'all that in school? <laughs> and this no, like, is the this the orders. past? When is this? From yeah, the past February. The past. Okay, wow. And they're gonna they update this every. So this is this the stats from every four weeks or from this specific four weeks yes. that we're in? Mm-hmm. So in the past four weeks, seven thousand people have died, or yes. just like overall black people. Oh my goodness. Alone. Wow. And just looking at these other numbers, yeah, we're about three, we got about 3,000 to 4,000 people, black people on these other groups. And that was this month alone. So, and you can see like the month prior, it was 5,000 progressively December. So this is February. Okay. So January, it was 5,590. Yes. December it was three thousand seven hundred and seventy. November it was two thousand three hundred and eighty. October it was four thousand one hundred and thirty. And um September it was three thousand seven hundred and ninety. And it's interesting because it seems Oh like- well I was gonna say November was the lowest out of all of this data. Mm-hmm. But it was this was before the holidays. Right. It was like eleven ten they reported, so and people were probably chilling out because in November I know that's like a that's when like the colder months start to pick up mm-hmm. October, November. Yeah. October leading into November and then also like I know October Halloween, like people were out. Yeah. Um but it that number for November is really surprising because I would expect people to have been out more for mm-hmm. Thanksgiving and December to be higher just for Christmas. But it looks like I that's think, probably why January and December like went up. Right. And also now February, I think what it is is that people are they're not as fearful yeah. about getting it. That's exactly what it um, is. Also, we have to keep in mind there is a vaccine available now to some people. Mm-hmm. And I know I know like two or three people who have been, you know, who have gotten vaccinated That's already. Cool. Are they our age? Yeah. Oh. Um, so I met this okay. guy at a comedy show and okay. he had been vaccinated. He had had his first round of vaccinations already. Okay. And he was really excited to get his second round because he was like, nigga, I'm going to be out. <laughs> Nice. I did. And same for the other two people I met. Like they had already, they had done their first round. Yeah. And they basically, I guess how it works is they give you the first round of vaccinations and then immediately after you get the second round. And I guess that's just like to release the antibodies into your bloodstream so that gotcha. you can fight it better. 
I we talked about this already. I, was just I am about to ask so me. anti-vax. I'm not gonna get. I don't think I'm gonna get the vaccination. I don't believe in like getting like the first round of that. I don't want to be your beta test for a vaccination. Like that is so anti-black to me. Yeah. Sorry. Like that's just my personal sentiments. But I don't want anyone else to take on that rhetoric based on my based on what I'm saying. Like mm-hmm. I I definitely think that you should um do your own research and make the decision that's best for you and your family. Yeah. Um, yeah. I agree. Girl. Okay. So I'm getting my feet done last week and the nail lady is like, have you been vaccinated? I'm like, no. And she's like, I'm trying to figure out how to get vaccinated. Girl. <laughs> she's like stressed. And she's wondering like, if I have any tips on how to like, cause they're, they're trying to get all the senior citizens in, you know, get right, all which the, is only right, right, which is understandable. And she's not, she's older than me, but she's not qualified because she's not it. a senior, so she's not over fifty-five. Yeah, so okay. she's worried because she wears something else along, and she's coming in contact with so many different people. Right, so she's like, I need it. <laughs> I'm right. like, I'm, I'm as, my guess is as good as yours. The best thing she can do is double mask until she can get the vaccination. I mm-hmm. heard that the double mask is like the what you do thing. if you're getting on a plane. Oh yeah, I definitely. Or if you're going in a space plane. where you know that there's going to be a lot of people. I, me and my boyfriend, we've been double masking. Okay. Like, pretty much the whole time. Real um, question. Yeah. Do you think the masks work? Yeah, I I actually think they do, and I think if more people wore them, then like. It would make a little bit of a difference that more people don't have the vaccination. Gotcha. I, I do think the mask work because it's like when I okay, so this is a dumbass story. <laughs> it's short though. <laughs> I don't want Tyrone to get mad at me. Um, so I'm <laughs> I'm trying to blow out a candle right in mm-hmm. my house, and I just happen to have a mask on because I like just got back in. I'm washing my hands. I'm in the bathroom. Okay. And we always have candles lit in our restrooms just because, like, I don't know. We like candles. <laughs> so I was like, let me blow this candle out before I go downstairs. And I try to blow the candle out with my mask on. And it wasn't working. It did not work. And I was like, what the hell is happening? So I'm blowing, blowing. And I'm like, nigga, I have on a mask. Like, I'm over here trying to blow out this candle with a mask on. There is no air coming out of here so that that was like the little key to me that like okay this mask might be blocking even if it's not 100% effective it is effective in some way because like there was not a hint of breath coming through that mask and genuinely speaking of breath even if the mask wasn't working for COVID it is helping people with bad breath (laughs) and the people that they have to experience it with because it's like you're you know those people who be pulling up with hot breath um, every single time. I have too many stories. Shout out to your mask. Shout out to the mask. They are really holding it down for the people that have to um, come in contact with y'all. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Um, <laughs> woo. Okay, wait. So what mask were you using when you were trying to burn out the camera? It was, uh, it was one of the blue masks, like the standard blue, like hospital okay, grade you. mask. Yeah. And those, I think those work fine. And I, I typically have on two of them. So I had on, mm. I happened to have on two yeah. at the time I had on one black one and one blue one, which I think they're the same thing. They're just different colors. Gotcha. But yeah. I am so sick of these masks. I don't know. I feel I like, don't like wearing it, but yeah. I feel like they're effective to a 
fault. Which, of course, it was all. It was always affected to a fault, but I feel like they're like, okay, wear a mask. But at the same time, like, you know how everyone was cleaning shit at the stores when right. they first got, they're not even doing that no more. Yeah. So it's like, okay, we're wearing the mask, but. So I guess what they came into conclusion was that it's less likely to be transmittable through like physical touch. And it's more likely to be transmitted through like actual droplets like getting into your nose or your eyes or your mouth so that is the so basically they've pretty much gotten to the point where they're like if you're not washing your hands right fuck you (laughs) but that's where i feel because okay so say i'm in target i'm shopping i'm shopping i'm shopping Ooh, let me go grab some wine right I don't know what I was touching before I got into Target. Maybe I sneeze. Maybe right. I, you know, and I go and grab. I, I, I touch a couple. I grab one. Because you're reading back. them. You're looking at them. What's the date? What's right. the flavor? All of that. All of if that. I want rosé. If I want cab. Right. And no one, like, if someone goes behind me and boom, touch their eye. You know? Like, I think about stuff like That's that. That's on them. I'm so sorry. Like, it's coronavirus out here. It is. You need to have hand sanitizer on you. When you first walk into the store, most stores, there's hand sanitizer at the door. There is. So if they're not putting hand sanitizer on at the door or holding it in their purse, like, they're just not hip to what's going on, which is fine. Yeah. But you just have to know that, like, that comes with a risk. And then also, you know, a lot of, I see people wearing gloves. Yeah. And I see people touching their face with the gloves on, which, you know, that's a different story. Like, but this is where I feel like the masks become ineffective. Right. So I think so it much. would be ineffective for that individual person. But, okay. like, if they sneezed and you were next to them and they have the mask on, it's like, oh, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> like, this nigga sure. is not washing their hands <laughs> and is not taking care of themselves. So they're, it's, high, it's more likely that they would probably have it. Uh, Have you ever walked into a sneeze? Into someone else's sneeze? Yes. No, (laughs) ma'am. I mean, maybe like my daughter's, but it's just like, okay, she's sneezing on me. Like half of her DNA is already like, (laughs) I got, I got all of whatever she has anyway. The smell. It smells strange. I don't know what, I don't know what that is, but no. This I hope you like never, ever, COVID, ever but... have to experience walking into a sneeze again in your life. Mm. That sounds breathy. I think the topic for today is breath. <laughs> Get into it. Breath. Get into it. Use mouthwash. My mom, she has to wear two masks and a face shield every day. That's what... um. The wonderful, the luxurious Miss Dion Ferris Ooh. does. You know, every time I say her name, I have to say, say it very extra because it's Dion Ferris. But anyway, um, yes, she She's wears suit. Period suit that has double mask and a face shield, mm-hmm. and I respect it. She's been doing it since the beginning of the coronavirus. She has been healthy. I love that. Everyone around her has been taken care of. I, I really love that. And also, you know, she's a holistic mommy. So she's consistently um, just putting good things into her body anyway. Yeah. So her immune system is probably so high. It's fine. 
She literally has on the hazmat suit. Literally. So. But what I love is she makes it look so fucking cute. Yes, I'm saying it is a fashion statement at this point. (laughs) Where is she getting these beautiful hazmat suits? Like feet inside. She is so in style. Little shield. Yes. Little window. (laughs) She literally has the one with the hood too. So she has on a full body hazmat suit. Like nothing is touching her. And I really, I respect it, honestly. If we're going to be in the club, that's how we need to be. Like, maybe we need to start giving giving hazmat suits to people when they walk in the door. Like, here's a mask. Here's a hazmat suit. I wonder if First people all, would still go. That would look so cool in a party. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, it would. Everybody's in a hazmat suit. Woo. Man. Damn, my imagination. <laughs> running wild let's get back into these facts because we're at the end of the day we're here to educate the people so they can be safer yes and letting them know what's actually going on so they can be conscious yes okay while they're out and about having a good time so this is we're looking at now georgia statistics okay specifically georgia yes um so georgia is reporting that the highest confirmed cases the eight by age group and this is cases, hospitalizations, and deaths by age group. The highest is from age 18 to 29. And that is scary because I'm in there. Yeah, we, I'm we right in, in there. there. And you know what? I think it has a lot to do with us going out and not even just going to the club, just like us going to our friend's house. And it's like yeah. one person comes over and they have a friend with them. And then mm-hmm. you invite another person, they have a friend with them. And all of a sudden, there's nine people in this room. And three of them don't have on a mask. And we're all just talking. We've been in here talking for like two hours straight. And you know, now everybody's breath is in the air. We're (laughs) swapping particles. Breath Breath again. We're swapping particles. (laughs) It's airborne now. And we're all just hanging out and talking and breathing this in. So I think that has a lot to do with it. Even, and I'm sorry, I don't know about y'all, but I go to the store like once a week. (laughs) I really need to like- Same chill out on that but it's the way that i help myself like budget and save groceries it's yeah. like something i have to do or i'll be in the negative and i can't afford to do that right now <laughs> we don't have jobs so no negative, no negative yeah i go once a week of course i don't go during um like the elderly hours, hours. Yeah. i allow elderly people to go in their time but yes once a week i'm at the farmer's market or trader jones um Okay, so on the opposite end of that, the confirmed deaths by age and race, the highest number is 80 and older. So that kind of lets us know that. And it looks like most of these people are white people over the age of Mm -hmm. 80. And honestly, all of these, it looks like. Yeah. It kind of looks like more white people are dying from COVID coronavirus um so all the while our age group is contracting it and being hospitalized the most it seems like we're recovering yeah which makes sense you know because in the beginning i remember them saying like the most at-risk people are elderly people and they were saying that babies like are more likely not to get it because they're not as active and right they don't go out as much um but yeah yeah, that's really unfortunate. And when you're when you're older, your immune system is not working the same. So, of course, you would be more at risk for possible death. Unfortunately, 
Yes. That's why we just have to like take care of our I think that America needs to start valuing our elderly people more, but that's a conversation we can have on another day. Mm-hmm. Um they hold the key to history and knowledge mm-hmm. and information and I think it's worth having more conversations with them, but not during coronavirus. Leave them alone so that they can survive. Jeez. Yeah. How many more facts do you have? Uh I mean, I could go on for days. I just, I just wanted to talk about Fulton County in general, since. Okay, so well, let's hear these Fulton County facts. <laughs> right, since since <laughs> since it's up, like let's get into these Fulton County facts. Okay, so as far as I believe this is to date as of yesterday, so for February, there have been around seventy four thousand cases confirmed cases for the wow. month. Um, in Fulton County, by the way. Yes, this is just this county, the city of Atlanta. And there's been 4,000, what is that? 4,222 hospitalizations. Right. Wow. And like, a little over 1,000 confirmed deaths. So, take care of Probable deaths means like you might die? Yeah. I don't like that. They shouldn't be <laughs> counting that. Like, we try like to it. keep hope alive. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. And those numbers are the lowest, actually. 71 probable deaths, but there's, like, over a 1,000 confirmed. Right. Yeah. That's nuts. But they're getting better. I don't believe this antigen was... What is antigen positive cases? Does that mean, like, you have it in your system but you might not necessarily or like you have symptoms or what does that mean antigen positive cases does that mean that it's contagious still that's a great question or does it mean that you have it but it's not contagious let's i believe that it means you have the antigens but you've contracted it still versus people who don't have anything any type of like protection and that number is significantly lower than the confirmed cases okay so i'm looking up antigen positive positive antigen test results are highly specific meaning that if you test positive you are very very likely to be infected however there is a higher chance of false negatives with antigen tests which means that a negative result cannot be definitely ruled out an active infection Okay, so basically that means that you you could get yeah coronavirus because you have something in you that's showing that like coronavirus could be existent here, but we don't have enough information for it to be positive. Wow, so it's obvious. The fuck <laughs> is it is or is it ain't? God damn. <laughs> I'm no, like, I know the CDC. They probably beating their heads every day. I know with they're these numbers. They're, first of all, they're located in Atlanta. in Atlanta, and they're probably just having to watch us. I wonder if anyone who works at the CDC is in a club. Like, turn up! <laughs> Ooh, I ate. <laughs> That's hilarious. There has to be at least one person that just don't give a fuck. There has to be. No, they probably would get fired. They would probably lose their whole job. At any club, any time. They probably have to wear two masks and a face shield and glasses so that nobody can know that it's them. (laughs) Man. Anyway, before we get into it, I have to pee. I'm so sorry. Like, (laughs) I have to go right now. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Let's get into this aha moment. (laughs) Um, Enough COVID. 
kids. Right. Enough COVID. I'm sure we we're tired of shit. It's off. been a year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's been a and year of COVID, of and we're sick of talking about it. But it is necessary to talk about, and that's why we pretty much dedicated the topic of the episode to this today. Yeah. But we are moving on. To our (laughs) aha moment, which is the segment that we do here on She Wears the Pants every week. And the segment stands for Ask Her Anything. Get it? Aha. (laughs) Anyway, aha. You need to be on a commercial. (laughs) I'm literally a mess. Um, Yeah, so our producer is going to throw out some questions for us. And me and Sade are going to go ahead and answer these questions. And if you would like, you can write into us. Please. And ask us anonymous questions. You can DM DM us at SWTP podcast on Instagram. Send us a DM, ask us a question. It can be personal, it could be general. But if you ever wanted to ask her anything or ask us anything, um, we can do it here live on air. We will give you advice, answer your questions, or just say it out loud if you know that your girlfriend or your partner is a viewer or listener of our show. They will eventually see it and get the (laughs) advice, and so will you. (laughs) We put our episodes out every Wednesday. Just so you know. You're Tyrone, roll it. <laughs> uh, so uh, our first question, well, well, all these questions come from the, the Ask Women Reddit. Uh, and our first question is for women who have dated women. Uh, when you first started dating women, what were some of the first things that were <laughs> unexpected for you? Hmm. I'll let Shade take this one over. And repeat it again for a <laughs> Okay. Um, I don't think I didn't expect to be so dominant as I was and am, like at all. Like all. So of, when you first started dating women, yeah. Okay. Like all of my exes, I bagged all of them. Okay. The fuck. <laughs> Look at this I'm guy. A fucking player. Okay. Period. I'm okay. I'm okay. Because if my girlfriend hears this, who is she? <laughs> She is she. She is her. I'm sorry. <laughs> but no, there's always that whole like stereotypical, oh, are you the guy or are you like who's more dominant? Well, she looks like the dude. So she's she's the one who's I actually see that often <laughs> as being like not true. I typically in like in same sex relationships mm-hmm. that I've experienced, um that feminine and masculine dressing energy like it's just close yeah it it does that has nothing to do with it Mm -hmm. and honestly i've experienced more masculine presenting women um or partners i should say being less dominant in the relationship so like those roles are like not real like i just really think it depends on that person Mm -hmm. and you know what they have going on and what they prefer because that happens in normally, straight relationships as, right. too like <laughs> like I'm not bossing these niggas around anyway <laughs> but no I think that was something surprising I think that was also like a more personal like development within myself because right. I didn't know <laughs> I didn't know I'm crying <laughs> I'm, I can't wait till the visuals of this episode come out so y'all can see this nigga talk about <laughs> like this, this shit is I hilarious. I didn't know that I really 
had game like that. You know what I'm saying? Okay, period. But <laughs> <laughs> I think I love that energy. Like, I love going after what I want. So I've never had that issue. What's really funny is there's a couple listeners who definitely have a crush on you. Stop it. And I wish that they would DM Tell you me. and not me. Um, <laughs> I've Wait. had I've had at least three people DM me Stop. like, "What's up with Sade? Like, you know, is, does she like women? Like, what's up? Like, I'm trying." And I'm like, "Okay, first of all, duh. <laughs> like, we talk about it on air all the all time. The time. Yeah. So, like, if you don't know that yet, yes, Sade is into women. Sade is not single. Leave Sade alone right now, okay? <sighs> they ain't bother me." Right, they bother uh, they're you. bothering me. <laughs> leave, Damn, leave me alone. No, I'm just kidding, but I think it's so nice that so many people have a crush on you. That's, That's so crazy. cute. I love it. <laughs> wow, I never, I never would have thought three seasons, three crushes, <laughs> consistent. <laughs> Period. I'm looking at mess on here. Three is I'm a magic number. It is, but no, I think that was that was at least one of the things I found very surprising, um, and I think. I wasn't ready for like how women were going to respond because I've had I've had a lot of I've had a lot of a lot of crazy instances like I've had exes like come after me and mm. yes <laughs> tell yeah. us more <laughs> okay so okay so high school <laughs> my first I had my first girlfriend in high school my senior year and before me she was dating um I don't know. She was dating whoever the girl was. Shit. I ain't going to boost her head or nothing. She was dating whoever she was. <laughs> but the thing was, she was older. She was a couple years older than us. So she had already like moved to LA and okay, was like doing wow. the college thing. And we were still in fucking right. chemistry, AP chemistry, doing high school shit. Anyway, she found out that we were like, had something going on. And she started to bully me. Excuse me. And with I your grown ass. I didn't know... <laughs> Bitches are, first of all, bitches are petty. And while I knew this, I wasn't ready for it as far as like dating and relationships and that type of drama. Right. And she was calling me all types of fucking names. Like, do y'all know, do y'all know what a carpet muncher is? <laughs> are you I mean, kidding obviously, me? That I'm... is so offensive. <laughs> what? Girl. Okay. But Tay, hey, you know how I had no clue what the fuck that was. I wouldn't have known what it was either. Like, who said that's some shit that you hear on like MTV? Who says that urban in real life? <laughs> anyway, y'all, Urban Dictionary, what that means? What the hell? So I was like, she's canceled. And this I is when Tumblr. <laughs> <laughs> this is when Tumblr was the shit. Yes. And everyone was doing the anonymous questions and shit on there. Love Tumblr. God. I still have mine. Boy, you follow know, me. Pinterest. Okay, Pinterest is Tumblr for grown people. If you loved Tumblr, get on Pinterest. I don't fuck with Pinterest. I love Pinterest. I can't I build work a it. board every day. I don't know how to work it. I build a board every day. <laughs> Shout out. I'm is not killing even me. kidding. I'm, oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh, but no, she, she was like, you fucking carpet muncher. Anonymously, anonymously on Tumblr. And I'm like, well, who I'm is sorry, this? she was out of high school? Yes. It was giving very much middle school. Girl, so now I'm like... Anonymously, you could at least have the the girth, the mm, to tell me Girl. these things. The fact that she took the drama to Tumblr, though, 
anonymously. I was like, right. anonymously. The way I can't, I don't understand your. You you trying to jaw right now, but I don't. I don't even. I'm not even picking up what you putting down. Cause who are you? It's not giving what it should have gave. I'm not offended. I'm confused. Actually, I have to. I have to urban dictionary what you're saying. <laughs> and I'm still with your bitch. So what Period. does that change? So trying to bully me from day, another coast. You lose. I won. So what did that teach you about him? <laughs> and that basically taught Shade what. <laughs> bitches ain't shit just like niggas. <laughs> like, we okay. say that every day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's giving equality. <laughs> but no, I, I was like, okay, this is this is no different from, like, any other type of dating drama, you know? Right. I really didn't think women were, <laughs> were on that tip. You thought that it was going to be, like, some spiritual Amazonian Girl, I thought the lesbians thing. were on something different. Right, okay. Some calm shit. Turned out peoples is peoples. <laughs> it don't fucking matter. <laughs> Whether you're munching on carpets or fucking <laughs> sucking dick. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't don't listen. Carpet muncher, Sorry, carpet muncher I'm not is offended. Really, like carpet muncher is fucking me up. Like that's <laughs> such a stupid thing to say. It's oh. not even offensive. It's dumb. Like, yes, I eat pussy. Now what? I'm literally choo- like I want to do this. What? It's making me happy. Not only that, but you do it too. You do it. <laughs> We're doing this. Like, <laughs> come on. Oh. Yeah. Women are just petty, just as petty as men can be in relationships. I guess that's what it's talking. Carpet about. muncher is the equivalent of like dick eater, and that's not even offensive to me. Like either. okay, right. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yeah. moving on to the next question. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so for women who are in a better but a lonelier place. What do you do when you are met with unwanted thoughts and feelings when imagining about what could have been in your previous toxic relationships, friendships, or situations? Okay, so I have to repeat that? Mm, yeah. Okay, so women who oh, are in a better but lonelier place, how do you deal with old thoughts coming up about past relationships and friendships that you have lost and are no longer in? Okay. I'll start off. Yes. If that's okay. Yeah. Um, so I, if you know me, my name's Taylor. Um, <laughs> I struggle hey, with, hey, Taylor, <laughs> I struggle with anxiety. And I'm not talking about anxiety, the type of, like y'all's Twitter and TikTok anxiety. <laughs> a bitch needs help. <laughs> I, I actually have anxiety. Oh. Like, it is a real thing that I struggle with on a day-to-day va- basis with, like, very small things, like... I'm over here drinking this tea mm-hmm. on camera and on air and like I literally can't even enjoy it because I'm like can they hear me what's happening what's going on oh my god I can't see what does this tea taste like is this tea like it's I'm thinking all those things in my head but I have to reprogram myself to like not do those things so oftentimes you know I have I have lost relationships and friendships and I've had to move on I've even had to grieve I've had to mourn in situations and I think about things that I could have done better all the time. Mm-hmm. Not even in relationships. Literally, I could have drank this tea better on camera. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, basically what I'm trying to say is that 
I do my best to just redirect my thoughts. A lot of meditation. Okay. A lot of, um, this is so corny, yoga, <laughs> self-care. I feel like the more that I take care of myself, the less hard I am on myself. That's really. If I have a day where I haven't meditated and I haven't taken care of myself in any way, like done the things I like, eaten the foods I like, taken the calls I like, put made a schedule for myself, it is easier for me to overthink and be hard on myself. So how mm-hmm. I deal with those moments when I'm feeling lonely and I'm thinking back on things that I could have said better or done better, um, I try to offer myself grace. Yeah. Um, because I can't go back to those moments. Yeah. I cannot change what I've said or done. I can only move forward. And the only person that I can control is myself. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I try to keep those things in mind and just make better decisions for the future and do my best not to dwell on the past. If there is something that I said that is just fucking wild, Mm because there are often times where I say wild things. As you all know, I am a Scorpio, Sag rising, Sag moon. Um, I say hurtful things all the time. Yeah. I will reach back out to that person and say, hey, I know that I said this hurtful thing. Those feelings were real in that moment, but I want you to know that there are other things that are also true in those moments. Um... And I don't necessarily regret or want to take back what I said. However, I do wish that I would have said those things better yeah. so that so that you could actually receive what I'm trying to say. Um, so, yeah, don't be afraid to reach back out, um, especially if you've done someone wrong. Don't be afraid to let go. Yeah. If you're moving on, if you're really, truly moving on from a situation move on from the situation you can't change what you've said what you've done and what has been in the past let it go <laughs> let it go that is such the adult way to go about things i'm not always acting grown i'm gonna just tell y'all sometimes <laughs> i get real childish um yeah i'll be blocking people for no reason the block was long. I blocked like okay. three people this week, and I was like, you know what? That was uncalled for. <laughs> that was so uncalled for. I'm gonna let me. I've never unblocked anyone ever. This, this is my. Anything. I'm getting better because there's people that I blocked like six years ago. That I'm like, these bitches is staying on this list, dumbass. <laughs> ain't never gonna see me prosper. Shit. I don't care about what y'all got going on. You gonna see me on your TV, <laughs> on the posters. And on everybody else's timeline congratulating me, but you ain't going to see my page. (laughs) Shit. Nah, I think (laughs) for me, it's, I think I have a different type of pattern for like each type of relationship. So like when I'm single, as far as like old relationships, I either have buried you or (laughs) period. (laughs) I don't even know who the fuck you were or are. I don't even know what your face looked like no more. Like who? We did what? Don't remember. Girl, I don't remember. Don't remember. I don't, don't recall. So it's either I buried you or I, I'm still trying. I'm still trying to fuck on you. <laughs> Shade is very- toxic. Um, in case you didn't know, this episode gave you everything you I needed used to, to know. Be. I used to be. <laughs> I used to. Be. Um, 
Sade used to be toxic. Sade has oh, yeah. changed. If, definitely if I'm single and I have no ties. But if anything, it's not to link up and talk. I just want to know what you're doing. You know, right. You're doing Can you come sleep in my bed? And that's about it. Can we cuddle you know, or whatever? <laughs> I'm not apologizing to no shit that we not argue about. I'm not doing none of that. Right. I don't. Not, I have a really hard time apologizing as well. Um, with my current partner, yeah, I've learned to apologize because I really don't want to lose him. But with my past partners, a lot of people can't even say that though. So I'm that's taking amazing. fuck you to the grave. <laughs> <laughs> if we ever dated before. Bye. I don't care. I don't regret nothing. No regrets. That's me. Okay, you remember that movie yes. where he had that shit. No regrets tattooed, but Stupid. it was spelled wrong. That's me, no nigga. Regrets. I don't care. It's really fucked up, and it's st- it's toxic, and I need to do better because I should be wishing my ex is the best, but I don't. I'm not about to. I'm. I'm why also. Should you, why should you? Why though? would I lie? Lying <laughs> is toxic too. I'm not about to lie to your ass like I give a fuck. Like no, move on. Bye. That's how I am with friendships. I'm like, oh, you got me completely fucked up. Yeah. I'm literally. I thought you was a friend, but you're literally a piece uh, of shit, and I'll let everyone know. And I literally don't want to talk to you ever again. It cuts so much deeper than relationship pain for me. Because, like, honestly, I'm not going to lie. I've been in a lot of relationships where I wasn't even all the way there. Yeah. It was always fake. I never (laughs) fucked with you. Um, And that's messed up, but it's the truth. Yeah. With friendships, I promise you, I loved your ass. Okay? I loved you. And if we're not friends anymore, like, I still think about it. And it hurts me to this day. And you're the reason I have to meditate. Because friendships, mm-hmm. friendships cut deep for me. I take my friendships very seriously mm-hmm. and I, I always give my all. So if I feel like you've ever treated me wrong, I've even ended friendships for how they treat other people. If I see That's a valid, friend though. that has consistently treated other people terribly... I let it go. I'm in I'm in something like that right now. But I think that's why I'm so much more harsh when it comes to friendship breakups versus relationships because I really fuck with you. There's real grief there. Yes. Yeah. Like friendships, yeah, they're to the heart, to the core. If you haven't heard of Serpent with Feet, I have, I have, I have. Serpent with Feet has a song called The Morning Song. Uh-huh. I listen to it every day to mourn. All the bitches that lost me, lost out on me. Okay. Yeah. But I do, I truly do wish when, when I break up with friends, I actually do wish my friends the best. I cannot say the same for my intimate relationships and it's so messed up, but with my friends, I do my ex friends. I genuinely do wish them the best and I hope they're able to move on and be better friends and have friends that are able to teach them better than I was able to and yeah I hope they learn that's so many good wishes I yeah. just feel like nigga fuck off <laughs> I mean we were once cool but fuck off <laughs> like, you got me fuck. I shared my fries with you one time yeah man. like we don't share food around here and it happens how dare you disrespect that's the type of bond that you don't <laughs> you don't fuck that up you don't break I'm those great. kinds of what do you- we shared fries <laughs> I had a 10 piece and I gave you a, a piece. A I gave wing? you a wing. I really love your ass. I Are you crazy? Sit. And it was honey barbecue, lemon pepper, <laughs> all of those. <laughs> crazy. You're dead to me. <laughs> but yeah, friends, 
It's a little bit harder, but I will say, if I feel like I've done wrong, I'll say it. But sometimes I feel like I've done wrong, but I still won't fuck with whatever they did. So it's like so it's you'll still be like dead. we both wrong. So fuck them. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna be better moving forward because we're both. I've, I've heard us both say things that are not okay. <laughs> but like you said, I have been working on apologizing. Yeah. And I'm a lot better at it before because I'm the bitch that'll deny to the death. Didn't do it. Like, you made that up. You made that up. Why do you even give a fuck? (laughs) Shut up. It doesn't even matter. Let it go. Are we moving on? God. (laughs) Okay, so let's get. Speaking of love and friendships and grief and all those beautiful things, yes. We're going to get into our book recommendations. Um, we always like to end our episode with book recommendations. Um, yes. I'll let you go first. Your book is so special. Okay, you want me to go first? Yes, go Okay, ahead. so I don't know if I already recommended this book or not, but I'm going to recommend it again. All About Love, Bell Hooks. I am one of those people who like loves to read, right? But I don't do it enough. I don't do it. And when I find a book that I really love... I try to like drag it out because I like don't want to leave reading this book. Yeah. So anyway, I've been reading this book for like two months now. My brother gave me this book for Christmas. It's February. Oh no, it's March 1st. That ain't too bad. So I've been dragging it out. I want to finish this book before March. I'm going to challenge myself. Um, and I'm doing 30 minutes of reading a day. If anyone wants to join with me, 30 minutes of reading a day. My boyfriend's father is actually doing 30 minutes of reading and 30 minutes of writing. I, however, am not about to sit here and write for 30 minutes. I have dyslexia. I will get <laughs> mad at myself. I'll be pissed for the rest of the day. So instead, I'm, I am challenging myself to journal every day. 30 minutes, can't do it. Beautiful. But love, love, love the idea of it. And if you want to take it on, you definitely should. Yeah. Yeah. All about love. Have you been crying? Mind your business. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Um, so those of you who know me, my name is Tay and I cry every day. Um, I literally cry every day anyway. But yeah. yeah, this book has really gotten me into it. I definitely cried this morning. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know Aquarius is that cry. Girl, you didn't hear it. Actually, cut this out. <laughs> cut that part out. <laughs> she did not cry today. Mind your business. <laughs> <laughs> so what are your book recommendations okay so there's this book i've been wanting to read for a while mm-hmm. um it's called boundaries and it's titled boundaries when to say yes and when to say no to take control of your life mm-hmm. but it was recommended to me more so for relationships Ooh. i have a mentor um she's from uh, my university she's work at my university but now she's mm-hmm in Arkansas and we're still in contact but you know she knows like my life wow. since college and you can imagine what type of person I was then so, girl we just had a whole toxic conversation that was but like 10 minutes of just trash activity <laughs> right but she always recommended it to me because she's always noticed I've had an issue with boundaries and I think I mm-hmm. I admitted that to myself verbally sometime last year and I was like I wanted to cry admitting it just because it was just like so many realizations on like so many issues in my life are stemming from boundaries and 
they're so needed. They're the whole reason why. Like, we shouldn't have to come back to certain things or, you know, people, right. unless we're really heartfelt about it, which I don't feel like there's anything wrong about it. But, you know, the reason why boundaries are in place so that we don't end up in that place of, like, Again, yeah. Right. It's more for no yourself. It's for yourself. That as well. Yeah. And, that, and if a person isn't willing to meet your boundaries, um, you probably don't need to have that person in your life. Agreed. It's a collaborative effort, but Henry Cloud, he's one of them. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually, I'm actually upset. I don't. Have and what's the book called again? Boundaries. Boundaries by Henry Cloud and Friends. Yeah. <laughs> it don't even say who else. Okay, I love that. Um. um yeah, and Henry I, Cloud and John Townsend. Okay, John Townsend. I think what we're gonna start doing is, uh, Pussy Power does book recommendations on our i on our Instagram page. Yes, I'll be so keeping. what I'm gonna start doing is taking the recommendations that we do on She Wears the Pants, and I'm gonna start making graphics for them, okay, and I'm gonna cool. use these same books for the Pussy Power recommendations, and that way we can oh, share yeah. the graphic on our She Wears the Pants podcast Instagram, yes. which is. SWTP podcast on Instagram. Follow that so follow us follow that and keep up with us and make sure that you subscribe, like, and share oh, our right. visuals. And definitely comment. <laughs> I want to hear comments, like more comments. We we want real feedback on like yes. how we're doing and what Talk you want to us. hear from us because we're willing to give the people what they want. Um, and yeah, constructive criticism goes a really long way. So yes. and we want to connect with y'all. The yeah. viewers, the listeners. And if we're already connecting with you, tell us because we need right. affirmation. Open your mouth. Everybody needs to be affirmed every once in a while. <laughs> tell me. And I'm we pretty. love y'all. So being affirmed by people you love is even yes. better. <laughs> it is, it is. Yeah. So anyway. I have to get all about love. All of yes, you do. I need that. You like, do have yesterday. to get all about love. Yes. The introduction is like I'm gonna close it. So good, it's so good. Okay. Heard... Most people skip introductions and in books, but I recommend that you read this because then it'll it'll just help you to have a better understanding of Bell Hooks what and like why she is writing what she's writing in the book. So yeah, yes. Thank you for that, Tay. Of course. Um, this is she wears a pants. It is episode three, season three. Come back next week, same time, same place. See you guys next Wednesday. Bye.